Hey friends, thanks for listening to the Axiom Podcast. Um, We're a community centered around experiencing Jesus together and practicing His ways as a community. Uh, We like to say in Peoria as it is in heaven. Um, So this podcast is just space for discussion and exploring um, ideas and principles of the kingdom and also where we post uh, our sermons from Sunday gatherings. So um, please engage us online and uh, hope you enjoy this episode. This is second service. Y'all got to sleep. Good morning. Yes. Uh, I'm going to try not to get emotional because those sweet babies, every time I watch kids do anything, I cry. <laughs> uh, my name is Beth Ann. I am the children's pastor here at Axiom. And hey, thanks. Thank you. Um, you know, I, if you're new here or you've just been coming the last couple months, don't, you're not going crazy. You have not seen me. Um, I actually am just coming back on my maternity leave. So I had got my sweet baby girl. Yes. She's in the back corner with my sister. Uh, yeah, I have two boys, and I prayed so hard. Listen, I just want a healthy baby, but I really, really want a girl. God, you know the desires of my heart, and he provided. So we are excited about that. Uh, Yes, hallelujah. Uh, You know, as much as I have loved spending every single moment with my baby and my family, I have been so eager to return back to this family and with you guys. And so I just feel so honored and privileged to be able to share the message today. Um, We are going into our last week of Advent. So before we kind of get into our message, would you pray with me? God, thank you for this morning. Uh, Thank you for this community. Um, God, would you move me out of the way this morning while you work into our hearts um, and into my language and into what this church needs to hear, God? Allow me not to speak, rather you. Um, Again, we just thank you for being here with us in this last week of Advent. And as we go through scripture, God, would you reveal things to us that we need to see? Um, Would you soften our hearts to receive what it is that you have again for us? Um, And Father, would you bless those here today and those who are at home watching? Uh, In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Uh, Speaking of, I have to thank Kara Wilson and Beth and Noel for for just um, overseeing our kids' area. It was really hard for me to leave and have babies and not um, have my hands on it, but they have just done so much with our children, and so I just, I'm so grateful, honestly. I'm so grateful. This church is grateful um, for your servant hearts and for all that you've done for our kids. Yes, thank you. Um, Again, with it being our last week of Advent, I want to talk to us today and focus on being prepared and ready for the birth of our Messiah. Um, And again, we know that since it is the last week, that means that next week is Christmas. Yes, and I love Christmas. Obviously, I love Christmas because Jesus is going to be born, of course. That takes the, the, the priority of all things. But I also love parties, and I love family, and I love cooking sometimes. Uh, if you ask my husband, I don't know if he loves the cooking that I do, but he pretends, so it's okay. Uh, I love the cookies. What has seemed to be the hardest, though, um, and there's so much left to do, there's still shopping that has to get done. There's still presents that have to get wrapped. Um, but what, again, what seems the hardest is keeping our children healthy. I don't know if you are experiencing this in your homes, but it seems like as soon as we get better, boom, another virus or some boogers come. And I'm like, we just got over this. So would, um, would you all just pray 
for our children and our families for healing um, this week because it is Christmas and we want our babies to experience that joy healthily. So join me again in just praying for that um, this week. But moving forward, there's just so much to do, and frankly, I'm just not ready. I'm not ready for this next Sunday for Christmas morning to come. And I want to elaborate real quick on this for a second, this phrase of I'm not ready. You know, my sweet, handsome husband took six years to propose to me. Yeah, six years, okay? I was patient. Um, but, you know, if you asked him, hey, Nesto, why did it take you so long to propose to Beth Ann? He would always say, well, I just wasn't ready. We're not ready. I'm not ready. Um, and then the conversation of having kids. Kids are my life. I love children. But when it came to having them for my own, I was not ready. No, I'm not ready. God, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. We had so much to do still, right? And then even in the very position that I hold here at Axiom today as the children's pastor, I had went on a mission trip to Haiti, and I really felt this calling on my life to ministry, and, and I came back to church, and Gavin said, hey, we've been praying for a children's pastor, Beth Ann, and my response to him was, no, I'm not ready. I'm not ready, right? Thank God. I'm so blessed that uh, God gave Gavin a heart of patience and persistence. So thank you, Gavin. <laughs> Otherwise, I probably would not be where I am today, standing here before you guys. Uh, but after contemplating all of these I'm not ready situations in my life, this got me thinking, why do we live in these spaces of I'm not ready so easily? Or at least why do I find myself in these spaces so frequently? And after turning to prayer and scripture, here's what I've gathered. And I want to uh, direct you to this painting. And I wish I could tell you who painted it or where it came from, but I found it on Google on a blog, and I could not find it because I don't like to put up art and not credit the artist. I'm an artist myself. Well, I take pictures, but, you know. Um, and so I, I want to focus in on this painting really quickly. Now, the scripture I turn to and the scripture that I'm going to read about today is Luke 2. It is the, the, the birth of Jesus. Um, and we don't know much about their emotions going into um, birthing Jesus, Mary and Joseph. But I want us to take a minute to look at their faces, to look at their body language. And as I kind of read, I want you to think about what would you feel or what would your emotions be if you were in this predicament or in this situation? Again, I'm going to give you a couple moments to just look at it. I think for me, I would be nervous. I would be anxious. Um, a little bit of excitement because a baby is coming. But they have no idea what really lays in front of them. Now, we know that they're traveling uh, from the town of Nazareth to Bethlehem, which is about a 90-mile commute. They're traveling on a donkey. Um, and they're doing this because Caesar Augustus, the Roman emperor of the time, had issued a census, which means that they were counting the people. Mary, we see here, very pregnant, nine months, in, tre in treacherous weather, right, traveling on a donkey. And if you are a woman or if you've been pregnant before or you have experienced somebody being pregnant, you know that riding on a donkey is not what you want to be doing. <laughs> we hit a speed bump and I'm like, I promise I'm going to meet my Savior. No, I can't do this. And so how much bravery 
do they must have? How, uh, how just incredibly humbled they must be. And again, bless Mary's heart, about to have a baby. Now, after reading this, I thought, were either of them really ready for what was to come? I mean, was Joseph ready to father God's son? To intentionally love Mary through this miraculous conception? And was Mary ready to give birth? To be a mother? I mean, I'm 20, I was 28 years old when I had my first child, and I still was not ready. She's, again, presumed to be about 13, 14, and yet here she is about to birth Jesus. What I've come to realize through both Mary and Joseph is that being ready is not as important as being obedient to his calling. You see, Nesto, my husband, he wasn't ready to propose to me, not because he didn't love me or because he didn't see a future with me, but because I had not yet done the work of processing and healing from my previous relationship traumas. I was not properly prepared for marriage, and God knew that. And the ministry position here, again, it wasn't that I didn't see myself being a pastor or leading our children, but it was I had always held on to this conviction that I didn't yet have this relationship with Christ that I knew our children here at Axiom deserved. And when I heard God's voice tell me, my good and faithful servant, you are prepared, I have jumped on it and I applied for the, the position immediately. You know, again, I think we freely use this phrase of I'm not ready because it's so much easier to claim that than to take responsibility and ownership in the work of preparing for something and preparing for what God has for us. And when, in fact, readiness came in the form of a baby. And preparation is ours. Allow him to make a way. He loves you. Again, the fourth week of Advent, love. He loves you. God is at work in both preparing you for what is to come and making you ready for what belongs to you. But there is a responsibility that we hold as Christians. God wove together every single detail, the people, the places, the times, to usher in his plan for redemption in Christ. But he still needed willing vessels, a surrendered, obedient, and prepared servant. And we see this in Mary and Joseph. Now, my question for you all is, are you ready for Jesus? He is coming to this world in one week. Are you ready to receive him? Are you prepared to receive him? And I know what it's going to take. Are you ready? We party. I know. Don't, don't send emails to Gavin telling him to fire me. I'm just There's a reason why I say party. In true children's ministry form, I know that acronyms are one of the easiest ways to get people to remember things. Yes, and you will remember this. Party, we pee, pray, spend time with him. He is so eager to hear from you. A, acts of service. Give to others as he so freely gives to us. R, repent. 
Cast out what's not meant for you onto him. Not only does he desire for you to let go of the things that you're holding onto, but he can handle it. And he wants to see you feel free from those things. Tea time in silence. Allow his voice to be louder than the Christmas chaos. And with it being again the fourth week of Advent, why? Yearn for his love. Yearning means to have an intense feeling or longing for something. And if you ask me, Bethann, do you love Jesus? Of course I love Jesus. But do I yearn for him every day? I'm not sure I do. When we yearn for something, we seek it more. We want it more. We need it more. And so this week, even though we're partying and preparing and cleaning our homes a thousand times, because it's never going to be clean enough, <laughs> yearn for him. For he so loved the world that he gave us his only son. Let's pray. God, I thank you for this reminder today, God. I thank you that we can party this week um, and we can remember what it means to be in your presence without the chaos. Would you allow us to find ourselves there, God? Would you lead us into those spaces so that we may not be overwhelmed with the tasks at hand, rather overwhelmed with your love and spirit, God. Would you remove the things that are distracting us from what is meant? And would you be with us as we navigate preparing for you in the form of a baby? And with the cookies and the candy and the family and the laughter and the love, would you just remind us that you are in all of that, God? And not only are you in the beautiful, you are also in the hardships. Those that are suffering during this time, God, the, the things that maybe be, be brought up um, that aren't so comfortable during the season, God, would you be with us in those moments and in those spaces? And would you heal us? Would you build a yearning in us? to be able to feel you and meet you? Would you allow us to lay these things at your feet, God? I pray a hedge of protection over our families and our children. I pray that you keep us healthy in this season, God, both mentally, spiritually, physically, God. Again, thank you for your love. Thank you for your love, God. It's never ending, and I thank you for that reminder this morning. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.